Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. And I'm Kate Doherty with my co-host, Keely Rager, who is bright and cheery and sunshiny this morning. (laughs) Where's my adjective? Oh, I'm so sorry. The gorgeous Keely Rager. Okay. That's there much better than the Incredible Hulk you called me. I, I, <laughs> that, that, was, that was last Sunday. You know, come on. Get with the program. This morning, you betcha, you're, you betcha. you're gorgeous and glowing in all of those pieces. You it's only because I was wearing green on that day. <laughs> right? Right. You you kind of were channeling your Incredible Hulk. I'm well, just you saying. Know, I am freakishly strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- there is that. <laughs> anyway, through the grace of God and only through the grace of God. Anyway, okay, we digress. We do. Listeners this morning, we are um, so excited because we have a special surprise and or kind of a gotcha moment as well because um, – we are highlighting this is this is the last Sunday for National Adoption Month. You know that we've brought we are huge proponents here at Down Country mm-hmm. in believing about the foster care system, the CASA volunteers. We've brought Judge Rachel Bringer Shepherd on, Denise Dameron highlighting their story of adoption. However, today we have a, a special guest who's gonna tell her story. Um, however, as you're listening, you're gonna have a little moment of who is this? Because the this is Ashley, who also happens to be Keely's sister. My baby, well, not my baby sister, but she is my younger sister. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> about this because she has had quite an amazing journey, her and her family. And what I love about this is it's something a little bit different. You mentioned we've had Denise on, mm-hmm. and she has adopted through foster care, and we've had Judge Rachel Bringer Shepherd on talking about Casa Volunteers. So we've kind of hit different. Um, avenues and pieces of the whole big picture and so now we're going to give um, hopefully our listeners another view and so Ashley good morning how are you sis good morning hey it's so good to be here well I'm so excited to have you because um, well you know I get to enjoy your little one um, all to myself sometimes and you know I want you to share your story if you would because I think that our listeners really need to understand um, just how this all happened. And I think, you know, I've met a, a few people along the way that have similar stories, but no one has the same story. Everything's mm-hmm. unique, and everyone is drawn to a different place when they are called to adopt. And so you had made a post at one point on Facebook that just really touched my heart. And so if you want to tell your story, and then we can kind of dive into that. We've got so much to talk about. I think I'm just um, rambling at this point, listeners, so I apologize. But I'm just excited for you to listen. So dive right in, Ash. Yeah, thanks so much. And it is really good to be able to advocate for um, parents of adopted little ones and foster care during National Adoption Awareness Month. I love that, and I love that you all are doing that. Um, I will first say that I, just like you all, am a huge proponent of adoption any way that may take place, be it the foster care or whether it's just um, people who unofficially adopt ones into their home and just take them in and kind of become a mentor or domestic or international adoption. Um, But the route that our family chose was international adoption. And we often get asked, why? Why international adoption when there are so many kids that need it here in our own country? And um, I think that the short answer would be because that's where God had our son. Mm -hmm. Um, We went down a whole long road of we adopt here and we looked um my little family of five soon to 
soon to be six, is from three continents and four countries. And so we are a very multicultural and international family. And so as we started that avenue, we looked at like Central America because we speak Spanish inside our home. My husband is from Argentina. And we looked at South America and that door was shut because in Argentina, we didn't reside there. In Colombia, they were shutting it if one of you were not a national. And so we looked at a lot of different ways, and it felt like the door just kept shutting. And so when we were able to pause for a moment and just say, God, where is our little one, and what direction do we take with this? Um, and we just prayed over it. It became very evident and clear, Uganda. And a little bit of backstory, I, um, our family is highly involved in Uganda. I serve on the board of an international NGO that works in Uganda in the Kampala and Gulu regions, and we serve about 7,000 um, underprivileged or orphaned youth in Uganda. And so it just became apparent Uganda. And the second that happened, um, adoption is never quick, anybody that's in it, um, but doors just started opening and things started falling into place and it just became confirmation that yes this is where your little one is Mm -hmm. and this is the route you have taken absolutely and so yeah so that's just kind of our initial um but how we got into uganda um and then once we did all the background and paperwork we filled out all our i-600 a's and Um, visa work and everything with the government we then went and stayed and our stay was actually short it was six weeks in Uganda Um, and international law with them has since changed as it does a lot Um, but our stay was short and our time was really sweet in the country and we got to see and know some people even better and just understand um, where little Zeke was from and um, what his culture looks like and got to appreciate it for how beautiful it is, even though it was very different than the one we were going to be bringing him home to. I yeah. love that story. Kate, well, yeah, so Keely's looking at me across <laughs> studio because I, I, <laughs> listeners, Ashley's calling in. And so, Ashley, I want to thank you so much for answering that question because I hear that question a lot when it comes to why did you internationally adopt? And I love your answer um, because that's where our son was. And and I, yeah. I want to kind of help our listeners because I think there's some misconceptions around adoption, whether it's international or domestic, mm-hmm. um, because here's the piece that I think people need to understand, and, and hopefully this will put it in a, God chooses your children for you, whether they're the that's ones right. that biologically come out of your body and, and are distributed elsewhere. Like, God's going to give you your kids. And I don't... For some, they may be a little bit unclear with that, but it's really not about biolo- biology. Right. It's about the yeah. children of your heart. You like betcha. that, like a mom and her dad isn't a mom or a dad because of the scientific, you know, of the chromosomes mm-hmm. huh, within their body. A mom or a dad, That's they're right. the ones that are there that are reading you the books, that are loving you, and, and, and that are there every day. That's what a mother and a father is. And when you talk about adoption, it's not a simple, oh, I'm going to adopt from the foster care system or, oh, I'm going to adopt from the international or, oh, I'm going to adopt domestically because I don't want X, Y, Z. It's not like you go to the baby bank and you pick (laughs) the blonde hair, blue eyed child. Right, exactly. That's exactly right. it's, It's what's laid on your heart. And because, you know, Ashley, I think what's really cool, and I'm going to connect this with what Kate just said, because you and Hernan um, had decided to apply and you had set like parameters of like a two-year-old to six-year-old, I believe, in the beginning. But you ended up with something way different. Mm -hmm. That is exactly right. 
Um, I think most parents that go into adopting, you kind of have a little bit of an idea and then it's totally a 180 <laughs> that happens, <laughs> be it the process or the child that comes into your home right. or what you're expecting. But yeah, initially, um, our children were younger at the time. Zion was in kindergarten when we started the process. Zoe was three and we were like, ah, I just, I think two to five, that just kind of fits where we are. Mm -hmm. And our process was so long and they called us and I can still remember the day I was sitting in the hairdressers getting my hair colored and it was on mom and dad's anniversary and they called and they said, Hey, are you ready to meet your son? And uh, immediately I start sobbing, you know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. How old is he? Where is he? And they're like, well, there's a little caveat. He is just three months old. And I'm like, three months, we just sold all our baby stuff for the application. Like, I have nothing. Like, this is not what I signed up for. And then I saw his little sweet face. And, you know, your world just changes. And it can, he looks nothing like what I expected, right? Like, I'm expecting a little toddler. And here is this, um, he was considered a failure to thrive not doing well, um, baby that was abandoned and was found. Um, and he has just an incredible story and I'll, I'll kind of share a little bit of how we came to that. But, um, and I'm like, this looks nothing like what we signed up for, but it was the best thing that could have happened to our family. And God knows, like he knows all those back pieces and all those stories and how it opens it up. And so for us, that was just, that was just a really cool thing. It was a very cool thing. And when we come back, we want to hear more of your story. We're going to take a quick break. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything with Ashley Miller on National Adoption Month. And we'll be right back. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com, up at downcountry.com, or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568, or visit Downcountry on Facebook or Twitter, hashtag everychild. Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with my co-host Keely Rager, and I am so excited to be speaking with you today, Ashley, because adoption is a subject that is near and dear to my heart, and I believe in it so much. And I and I love, before we went on break when you were talking about, you know, the, the baby that you thought you were going to have isn't the the baby that you ended up with. And, and for our listeners who hopefully we're going to bring them a little closer to um, 
I guess basically to the understanding, the love of, of what a child is, that, mm-hmm. that God places those childs with you. You know, I have two biological children um, and one that I get lucky enough to co-share. And none of my none of my children that I have are exactly what I expected. You know, I didn't expect <laughs> one to come out with an extra chromosome. And so I think when right. we, uh, Keely sometimes, you know, brings up the whole more alike than different thing. Like that's the piece of this um, that I think is really beautiful. And so, yeah, so you thought you were getting a toddler and you ended up with a three-month-old. I want to hear more. Yeah, uh, it's totally threw us for a loop um but our family just um and friends we were we lived in um a suburb frisco texas a suburb of dallas texas at the time and our friends were amazing down there they threw a massive shower for us and just helped us raise um just really stepped in where we needed people and when i had to stay in country an extra few months they made sure meals were brought to the home and um, just all sorts of things. And so we were not prepared for the journey we were getting ready to take. We went back to all-nighters and bottles and <laughs> all sorts of things that we did not initially think we were signing up for. But it was just better than what we could have imagined, um, how the little one just grew in our home. And, and um, I mean, he just really has just taken a huge place in our hearts. And um, I think what you said, just how we, we aren't, we don't always know the child that's coming into our home. And, and that is the same, whether it's biological or it happens through adoption and foster care. We don't really know what we're signing up for ever mm-hmm. in, in parenthood. Um, and one of the beautiful things I think is when we learn to love the child God gives us rather than the image we have of a child in our head, things really just bloom and blossom from that point. Uh-huh. Is that anyway? I'm like, I want, I want to put a quote in that when we learn to love the child that we yeah. have versus the image we have in our head. Isn't that beautiful? It, it opens up so many doors and, and possibilities. I mean, I love that. Yeah, keyword. it does. Um, and, you yeah. know, your son is just an example of, you know, how some of those possibilities come to light. But, oh, well, one thing I was going to kind of throw in there, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Kate, but I want to stay on the same path, is, Ashley, you mentioned something about... Um, when you were called, uh, Zeke was said to have been um, very small, um, malnourished. Am I saying that right? Malnourished. Nourished. Mal-nourished. I can't even speak mm-hmm. today. Blah. Anyway, um, but now, you know, and whether, not knowing what was going to happen, and I think, as you said, all parents, we have that. We never know what's what's being given to us. But Zeke now is a thriving young little uh, not little. Why did I say little? How big no, is he? No, he's not his little at all. Hands and he feet. Is <laughs> I I sometimes yeah. think he's going to be like seven foot tall. I'll be really mm-hmm. honest. So yeah, um, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And I think what's really cool is when you welcome a child into your home and you love them and you nurture them and you give them the opportunities to thrive. Um, you see results, and mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's really cool. So I'm look. I'm just thinking of. Of that yeah. little man running around. Yeah. Well, and actually, actually, I have some questions just because for our listeners, you know, yeah. maybe, 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 you know, God's putting a little light in their heart this morning to either foster, mm-hmm. adopt, become a CASA volunteer, any of these different options. But, but one of the things that people are often very nervous about is the cost of adoption. Um, so yeah. can we have kind of a, can we go down that, like what, what that may or may not look like? Absolutely. Um, the, First thing I would say to people is 
there are so many people that want to adopt and then it's like less than a half a percent actually follow through with it because Mm -hmm. of the cost. It's hard and scary. Um, And for anyone that is really scared of it, foster care, um, if you go through your state, it is free when you foster to adopt. But there are a lot of other things that come with that. Um, Domestic, it is a little bit cheaper, but it is definitely not what I would say cheap um, than international adoption. And so um, when you go... Oh, sorry. Yeah. I have one other question. Uh, yeah. So obviously, like, so I, I'm a firm, there are different choices in adoption that I feel like are really, That's right. uh, like there's open adoptions and there's closed adoptions. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, and I, and I think those are also important for listeners to understand because those are different. Op- that's not a one size fits all for everybody. You know, I personally am a that's huge, right. like I love closed adoption because I think it can get very confusing at times for children. Um, but I also have wonderful friends who thrive with open adoptions. And so I think these are all kind of components that they have to come into. And I love that you point out like through the foster care system, you can adopt and there's no charge. You know, but if you adopt domestically, like there's a whole lot of bells and whistles. I mean, that right that that can get really complicated and complex with with those adoptions. So anyway, please continue. Right. Yeah, um, and I think you hit the nail on the head with that. There are just all these different vantage points, and the last thing I would tell someone to take into consideration is the initial cost of adoption, because there people are good and they want to give in good places and there is a there are a lot of avenues where you can raise funds um we did one Arnon's cousin is a an amazingly talented artist and we did one called a piece of the puzzle and i got a 2000 piece puzzle that has this beautiful artistry of our family and we sold them for 10 bucks and we made twenty thousand dollars on that puzzle and it was a huge way that we could just like Help navigate our initial cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there well, are a lot of things out there. Well, and I also know like through Reese's Rainbow, um, that's an adoption for, for children with Down syndrome. Like they actually have yeah. ways to help parents. Um, and I just kind of want to highlight that because I, I'm glad that you said yes. that, you know, like people shouldn't look at cost as the first piece because I sometimes hear, I feel like the cost piece gets thrown out of there out of fear. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a it's yes. like a blockade that goes in there. Kind of helps justify the reasoning for not. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know, like that's right. And 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 I and I think the pieces that truly no different than like when God chooses your children for you, like He's also going to help you find a way or a path that's Absolutely. that's going to work for that's that. That's right. Well, and, and just like right. you started I, talking about doors opening and avenues happening and, you know, art pieces coming your way. And so I just, I agree with that 100% that God's going to make a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are a lot of grants, uh, Show Hope. I mean, you could you could go on and list them. And the best thing I would tell someone is if this is a huge piece of your heart, find someone. Adoptive parents are more than willing to talk about it. Foster parents are more than willing to talk about it. Um to share our stories and how we got there. And one thing I would just share with people, faith is a huge component of why we chose to adopt. Um, but behind that, like initially our first adoption, we did not have this separate like adoption savings with $50,000 sitting in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but when you do something that just knowing that that is the next step you're supposed to take, God will provide and it allows him to just really receive the credit for it and not yourself. And so it is just, it's a good thing um, sometimes to step into that space of the unknown 
and just, okay, I'm just going to trust you. To, and he just does. And sometimes it's through people. Sometimes it's through organization. Sometimes it's through you saying, hey, you know what? We're just going to drive that old vehicle for the next year and not make a payment on a car and put that away. And so there are just all the different things. And I would just encourage listeners not to be scared off by the financial factor. Well, and I like that you pointed out, like, I feel like that's a really good, like, if you're listening and you're considering adoption or if you have questions about adoption, you're right, Ashley. The very best place, like, people are happy to speak with you about this. And actually, you know, no yeah. different than, like, like Keely, don't you love to tell the story of the day your kids were born? And to our listeners, just so you know, when race came, he really was in a race to get out. <laughs> he was. Um, he was. He, uh, he, he uh, I think they left. They were, was it Blue Springs at the time? Uh, no, Lee Summit. Lee, Lee Summit. Summit. Anyway, so Keely woke up and full-blown labor. And um, anyway, she got to the doctor's office and, uh, or the had, hospital. Right. Had enough time for the doctor to basically catch so, you know, and no drugs, happen. no Keely, drugs. That's and right. just so you know, Keely was like, I want my drugs. I want my drugs. And they're like, no way. You don't get your drugs. But I, people like to share their birth stories. And Absolutely. that's the same as true for parents. Adoption. Adoption. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. we'll be right back, Ashley, because I can't believe it. With Keely's race birth story, <laughs> we are racing to the close of our second segment. This is hashtag everything. Talking about hashtag everyone. We'll be right back. <laughs> Branching out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Welcome back. This is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag. Oh, wait. This is hashtag everything talking about hashtag everyone. I can't talk. What? Now, and and you catchy. were using that sexy voice. What was that? <sighs> oh, I have a sexy voice. You, I, had, you came in with a <laughs> this is hashtag everyone. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. I love it. Good Sunday morning to you, Kate. Oh, good Sunday morning to you. So this is the final (laughs) segment, and we've been speaking with Ashley and talking about adoption and hearing her beautiful story about international adoption and how blessed she is with her son and just kind of celebrating all those things. But on the break, we were talking about really wanting to help direct our listeners. If they're looking at domestic, foster, or international, Ashley, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so the first thing I would say is really just figuring out, is it 
are you wanting to adopt domestically or internationally? And sometimes as you start to research, your, your um, viewpoint can change. And so just being open to that change. But if it's domestic, you will want to look within your state. You can Google and just say licensed accredited agencies here. And like in ours, we have um, Missouri Lutheran Family Services that comes up. And you can just start looking through where they work and um and I know for domestic, it's different. People put a little portfolio together, and a lot of times they're chosen by a mom. But in international cases, that is not the case. You really start to look for what country am I called to and where where are we going to be working with. So we just started Googling um, adoption, Ugandan adoptions, and then a bunch of different agencies would come up. And we lived in Texas at the time, but our agency was Carolina Adoption Services. They are amazing, and they work with several different countries. And we saw that they worked with Uganda. And so I immediately contacted that agency, and they just had a questionnaire for us to fill out. We had to file a little application. Those usually are two to $300 just for your application. And then they come back and say, yeah, we think this would be a good fit. And are you willing to sign on with all the risks that, that are involved? Um, and we just proceeded from there. And then you will start um, filling out paperwork and gathering documents that will never end. And you'll start your home study. But your <laughs> home it. study must be done within the state that you live. So you will contact two different agencies. And your, your primary agency will work with you. Um, but the one thing I would say is there are lots of different avenues. Some people use agencies. Some people use, like, a private adoption. Uh, we felt very strongly about using an accredited agency just that had been vetted um, and that we knew had a good rapport and really had the interest of children um, and their stories at heart. And so you can go to the U.S. Department um their website and check and make sure that your agency is accredited and if they are losing their accreditation they will take it down and they will not be listed and so i think that's a huge factor and um, there are lots of agencies listed so you can just google that adoptions accredited agencies in the u.s department of state and a lot come up Ooh, that's a lot. But I think that's a really good resource. Um, and so making sure that people are verifying that that agency is accredited. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking on break and we only have a few short minutes, but I thought you made a really good point um, on your transracial family and the children that are given to you and how strongly you feel about that. And maybe a, an, a not so nice comment that someone made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so we were told one time that um, adopting a child, primarily a black child, is just very trendy right now. And I, I giggled initially, and then I was really ticked. It's almost like you're going through the stages of grief and loss. And then, you know, you're like in denial about it, and then you're coming to cope with it. Um, but really what hurt wasn't that that person said it, because mm-hmm. I was fine for me, but it gave me a broader sense of how some people perceive others, whether it's an other that is from another country, speaks a different language, has a different skin color, maybe has an extra chromosome mm-hmm. or um, does a disability. Um, there, there are all sorts of different things that we view otherness like. And it just let me see that they, um, they saw my child's 
blackness is making him other than and Mm -hmm. the fact that he was not from the U.S. Like, well, he doesn't deserve a home the same way maybe you should have given a a home to a child in the U.S. And I am all for domestic adoption, but that Mm -hmm. just was not the route for us. And so I think if I could sit and have coffee with all your listeners Mm -hmm. and just sit down and talk to them, I would just let them know that when you start to learn someone's story and when you get to know them as a human being, you would see them for just that. We are all human. We all are created in the image of God, which means all of us reflect something of him. So he doesn't look more like me than he does um, Zeke or a child from South America or a child who has an extra chromosome. All of us look like him in some factor. And so um, I just would love to sit down and to really get to understand why someone feels that way. Um, But just to spell that myth that there really isn't an other. It's just us. Like we're all humans. And and we're all children of God. A huge piece. Amen. That's right. That's Amen. Right. And Amen. so, and Ashley, I got to tell you, I've got tears in my eyes sitting listening to you because I don't think any parent could want anything more than for their their child to be seen on their own merits. Mm-hmm. And with that, That's right. and with that, God bless y'all. And Ashley, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, um, and, thank you. You know, listeners, if for National Adoption Month, as we close this baby out, just go out and help celebrate all these beautiful children and all their. In, in all their glory, because they truly are a gift from God. All right, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. We'll see you next Sunday. Sunday.